And good morning. Welcome to this edition of the Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is back in studio. You brought a little warmth. We have gained four degrees. We've moved all the way up to eight below. Wow. Right, right yeah, now. It's a heat wave. So thank there. you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, you guys and your crews have a good week. We did. We did. Uh, it started off really good, and then uh, it got colder as the week yeah. went on. But we actually got some stuff done this week. And, you know, uh, the, the cold weather, weather over the last couple of weeks has, has led us to a couple of interesting uh, jobs. It was that one job, um, and it's a newer door that was in, installed there. But the frost heave has – the frost is deeper this year than – then they've ever they've never had they've been in this house I think six years and they've yeah. never seen it wow. do this before. But the the frost got underneath their, where their their porches and heaved and now there's actually air coming in the corner of the door. It's a it's a kind of a nightmare of a, a thing to to deal with. It took us a, a couple of days. The guys were able to work their way through it and and uh, but we're going to be back in the spring to do a permanent fix on something like that and plenty of frost up in the attic calls this I week. I was too. going to say because last week we talked about uh, various calls and text messages about uh, humidity levels in people's homes. Tell me what can happen or what did happen in some cases. Well, it, it, how, how do I put this to, without If you have an April air system or a whole house humidifier, more than likely you're wrecking your house in in the Twin Cities metro area if by you are, introducing too much by introducing too much humidity in in your home in i've seen i've seen roof decking rotten out i've seen video of raining in attics i've seen mold in attics i've seen even uh, uh two different jobs one uh, a roofing buddy of mine had and another one that i went to look at that had spray foam insulation not done by us um and not done well either because there's obviously some some airflow yeah. happening because all of the humidity that was that was coming up, but I mean it was just an uneven surface, so all that humidity was getting up in the attic was reaching that roof deck. Frost was happening, and then that frost would start to melt. Then when when it got a little bit warmer, uh, it was actually raining inside the attic. Oh. I found two inches of water in one spot, one little crevice that that it had. I mean that's a lot of water up in your attic. And Huge. Unless you actually get up there and look at it, you don't know what's going on. All of these houses also had ventilation issues, so. They they had two things in common: too much too much humidity in the house and not enough ventilation. So those are areas that we really train on when we get up in the attics and when we do our blower door tests or any type of insulation work. We're going to want to address those things, and that's why everybody uh, at Linus Construction carries humidistat. We we can go in, we can get get that reading right out the gate, and and start to talk to the customers and educate them about about what can happen if your humidity is too high. We, we get these questions on the radio all the time. Yeah, my my windows are frosting up or I got frost on my door or frost, frost in places. It's usually a, a ventilation or maybe an insulation issue, but more than likely ventilation and a humidity issue. And what do the crews do then if they find out, like in the, this particular instance, where the, even the foam, uh, the spray foam, th- that job was not done, not by you guys, but by somebody else. Well, how do you correct that? We're going to go back up there with some attic air sealing, okay. and we are going to address the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the ventilation. One of the jobs we were in, um, they just didn't realize that they had a gable vent on one side and a power vent on the other, and they just didn't have the power vent on. And in a matter of minutes the actual temperature in that attic changed dramatically. And that and that's what you're after. You're trying to get the attic to be almost the same temperature as it is outside. When you have those variants of, temp, uh, of temperatures, that's when you get the condensation issues. That's when you get the frost. That's when you get 
uh, all the moisture that can come down and wreck stuff in your house. All right. Tell you what, if you have any kind of a home improvement question you want to ask uh, Andy, you can do it by phone. Let me give you the phone number. We've cleared it, so if you want to call, 651-989-9226. And if it's easier, why don't you uh, send a text like some folks are doing, 81807, 81807 for your text messages. Now, I got a kick out of this one, and I'm not sure what day uh, this texter heard this. But they love their leaf guard gutters. I'll say that up front. Just a comment. I heard something I've never heard before in the winter in Minnesota. Water draining from my leaf guard gutters. I think I heard that the other day when we had some melting going on. The yeah. sun was uh, hot enough or, you know, hitting that thing. Got a lot of the snow off the roofs anyways. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. 81807 for your text message. Let's see. Uh, new roof this past summer. When it warmed up last week, we had water dripping from soffits. Humidity level is at 29 to 30. Nothing leaks inside the house. Just soffits had new insulation added to attic spray foam. The sill plates. What's up? That text, I don't know if you could glean that information out of there or not, uh, what the deal is with that particular text. Uh, it could be. I did. They say they they actually did all the they added spray foam. Yeah, it looks like. Let's see. Soffits some... had new insulation added to the attic spray foamed the sill plates. It's I'd want to look somewhere together. up on the roof. I'd I'd want to get in the attic and actually take a look at if there's any rotten decking or any 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 wet spots on the actual decking. Um, it could be leaking farther up on the roof and it gets down and it gets to the actual soffit areas and that's just the first place it can come out. Uh, it's not a bad place for the water to come out, but that's not what the soffits are designed to do. So water's getting in there somewhere. It could be a condensation issue, but if it was a condensation issue, the way it's spray foamed and those attic shoots in, then it would be almost like a reverse flow, which would be mm. where, where air is getting sucked out the soffit. I wanna, I'd want to check that out as well. So I'd want a couple of different places to look there, but that's definitely not supposed to be happening. You need to sure. see that to be more specific, wouldn't yeah. you? There's just some investigative yeah. work to happen there. Texter says, do pole sheds have footings? Not all of them, but uh, the ones we build do. Just for stability. For stability and, yeah. and, and our, you know, and where we live with the what frost does. And I know uh, I, I know it can be a big variance in what, what you do with the concrete work when you're building these pole sheds. But uh, I have a couple of different guys that we use, and, and uh, a lot of time uh, it looks like a pole shed, but it's more like a, a stick-built home with, with oh, uh, yes. the... The, the right things done. A little bit more expensive, but we're looking at things that we want to last 50, 60 years. Absolutely. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Andy, let's go back to the phones. Lori is calling from Holton, Wisconsin. Lori, you are on with Andy. Hey, good morning. I've been meaning to ask you this question for the last couple of weeks, so I'm glad I got a hold of you. Um, we built our home in 87, and it was from a lightning strike. So the original foundation was Rambler style um, cement in the basement. Decided to make our first floor uh, wider. So as a result, I have some crawl space and ductwork goes through there and then vents up heat to my living room and kitchen. I was wondering, should is it safe or is it okay to wrap insulation around that ductwork because I start thinking maybe the heat I, dissipates or it gets cooler as it goes through that ductwork and then comes up into my first floor. 
Yeah, you can also look at insulating the actual crawl space itself. We do that on a regular basis, but there's specific insulation for ductwork that you can get, and um, it can make a, a big difference. And what we've done before too with uh, with with spray foam that has ductworks on on the actual floor uh, of there, we will actually spray foam everything solid, so it can. Uh, not only are you huh. stopping uh, any of the cold getting to the ductwork, uh-huh. you're also stopping any of the cold air getting to your floor either. Hmm. I know that can make a right. big difference. Cantilevered houses have this a lot, uh, and, you know, and, and those are, are notorious. I mean, it's so easy to show people with the infrared imaging what's going on with their cantilevers. It's it's always a cold spot, and uh, it's actually a pretty easy fix to make that make that go away. Again, you're all you're talking more about stopping air infiltration more than more than adding insulation for an R value. You're, you're trying to seal things up there. Okay. There you go, Lori. Thank you for the call. Lori leaves that line open at uh, 651-989-9226. Andy, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll grab some text messages. If you want to send Andy your text uh, versus a phone call, do that. Just uh, send uh, the text to 81807. Back with more Home Improvement Talk here on CCO Radio. Temperature reading 8 below. We'll check out that wind chill when we come back. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny, along with Andy Lindis, answering your home improvement type of questions. 651-989-9226. A line is open if you want to fill it. If you'd rather send Andy a text, we've got a few of those already, too. 81807. Uh, Andy, let's uh, let's uh, go to the phones, and then we'll grab some text messages, because Dolly's been waiting in Grove Lake. Uh, Dolly, you're on CCO with Andy. Yes, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Question, I had a new Marvin window installed in my living room about four years ago, and it's a big window. It's 13 feet, and there's three different panels with the biggest one in the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was a week ago, the sun was shining on the, on the roof, and so there was water running in between the glass on the biggest panel on the window and running along the little metal strip on the bottom of the window. I'm just wondering, what do I do? I that that should be a warranty issue. I know it is. If if you have any type of moisture, there's a seal failure going on there, and this happens across all windows uh, every so often. And uh, we're at uh, with us and our experience with Marvin and Season Guard right now, we only have like a one percent uh, seal failure. It's a little bit less than a one percent, so we're not going back to them every now and then. But everybody uses kind of the same glass makers every now and then. Something goes wrong, especially when you're dealing with a big window like this. Yeah. And the range of temperatures that we have to do it. I mean, it has to be done perfectly in order to withstand any of the all that expansion and contraction that can happen on that big of a surface. With you're probably talking four different types of materials that expand at different. Uh, expand and contract at different rates. So I would contact, uh, you can contact us, you can contact Marvin, you can contact your original contractor and and get somebody to come out and take a look at it. Uh, It's usually a pretty easy fix. It's not going to be very invasive at all. And and it'll be as good as new. All right. So call you guys. Sometimes it's an optical illusion though too. It could be on the outside of the glass. I've seen that before where people thought it was on the inside of the glass and but it's on the outside. But yeah, call, call one of us and we'll come out and take a look at it and go from there. There you go, Dolly. If you want to call uh, Lindis, uh, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. That's the easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. It's two weeks in a row where we had a, a Dolly call into the show. I don't know if we've had Dollies before last week <laughs> and this week. That's two weeks in a row that we're on a streak. How about see what happens next week. Uh-huh. Uh, what should, and we're getting a couple of these questions, Andy, because you were talking about the, the stories about the high humidity levels in people's homes. What should our home, Texter says, humidity be now? 
I'm going to have a, a national chart put on our Facebook here shortly uh, on the break there. I was texting uh, my social media people to get that, that put up there. But under 25%, when it's minus 10 to 0 degrees, you want it under 25%. And that's going to usually sometimes take some doing in a, in a lot of these houses, making sure that when showers are going, the bath fan is running, so you're getting rid of that humidity, um, things of that nature. You know, Even like running a crock pot all day, with uh, that can put humid humidity into the house, so just gonna wanna again. It's a fifteen dollar part, you know, a, a tool that you can get humidistat. You can actually take those, take those readings around your house and, and and make sure. The biggest thing is to get, don't run those whole house humidifiers or any type of humidifiers in in, in those houses unless you know you're you know, you know we we've ran them. All, over the years with sick children. Oh, and, sure. In that specific, when it's too dry. When it's too dry in that specific room, it seemed to help. But you're going to want to, it's usually when the whole house is in that 40% range that you're running into issues. So give us that temp range again and humidity range. If it's if like 10 below to zero, it should be what, 20 some percent, the humidity? Yeah. Something like 20, that? Yep, under 25%. Under under 25%. Uh-huh. Um. Should I turn the humidifier on my furnace off if I have high humidity? No, there, there should be a, a setting where that you can turn it down. So, I mean, the, most of those humidifiers on those furnaces, it'll kick on. Hey, if the humidity gets under 60%, it'll start to add humidity to the air. So find that setting and, and crank it down to under 25%. Another related text just came in. I have a whole house humidity control system. I watch it very closely. And when I see moisture around the edges of the window panes, I turn it down. This morning, my current humidity in the house is 22%. Now, if we see a little sliver of of condensation on your windows once in a while when it's really, really cold, is is that not necessarily a total negative, is it? Well, Depending no. On I mean, we're not talking, is something crazy bad going on? Right. No. Is it something you want to watch and address? Yes. Usually with air movement and lowering of the humidity, we can. Sometimes it is a window issue. It's just a poorly insulated window. And 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 if you watch it closely and make sure that the water doesn't damage, you can get those windows to add something uh, or to, to, to last long. But if... You know, if if it's something that's consistent, it's discoloring the wood. You're going to want to address that. Oh, yeah. Address that quickly. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to phone in your uh, home improvement question, otherwise send a text eight one eight zero seven. Here's another window question, Andy. My north facing windows get ice freeze up on them, on the glass on the inside, not in between the panes. Then when it melts, it runs onto the woodwork, and gets very wet. What could be the problem causing the ice buildup? Well, the north-facing windows aren't going to have any type of solar heat gain, so they're going to be probably a, a colder surface. And, and, again, this is one of those tools that we go in. I have, actually have a laser temperature measure, and I'll be able to take the temperature of every surface inside that house. And when we test windows, we, we install them either at my shop or one of our homes, and we can go in and actually get the reading of the inside pane of the glass. And I'm guaranteeing you if they were to do that, the south-facing windows are actually probably going to read warmer than the, the north-facing windows. And those north-facing windows, it's a colder surface. So when that warm air is hitting that colder surface, it's cold enough where it can create some condensation. That condensation almost immediately turns into frost. When it warms up, that's when it wrecks the wrecks the wood. Yeah. So it can be a, a moisture issue in the house, but it, it might be just a, a, a cold surface meeting warm air issue too. One of those two issues is happening. 651-989-9226. 
All right. You know what we should do? We should take a break. We've got another half hour of the show to go. So if you do have a kind of any kind of home improvement question, you can call it in 651-989-9226. Or you can certainly send a text if that's easier. And we have some of those too coming in. 81807. It's a minus eight right now in the Twin Cities, 21 below wind chill. We'll have a look at that forecast coming up. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show where you drive the show. If you do have a uh, home improvement question, call us at 651-989-9226 or send Andy a text. That's Andy Lindis at 81807. Let's go back to the phones. Andy Henry is calling from Blaine, I believe. Henry, you're on CCO with Andy. Sure. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for all the great information, um, by the way. And um, yeah, we have a home uh, issue. We have a house built in uh, about 10 years ago. And when it gets down to, say, five below in the garage, the garage is finished but non insulated. And where it's taped and painted on the ceiling of the garage um, starts to show freezing. And then there's condensation that occurs um, afterwards when it warms up a little bit. So. Is that right? Is that any red flags or common solutions? Yeah, you got you got warm air coming coming into contact with a cold surface. There, you're going to want to insulate where that warm air is coming in and seal that off, or 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 look at why that is happening somewhere. It's not normal. You shouldn't see frost. I mean, all frost is 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 is, is frozen moisture. And if you have moisture issues, you want to you want to get rid of that. That that can cause damage down the road. This is an unheated garage, right, Henry? Uh, right, unheated garage, but the garage is fully insulated uh, above. You know, a lot of, uh, I think, there's a lot of insulation poured down uh, between the wood frame there, but maybe it needs more, I'm not sure. Yeah, mm. or maybe some attic air sealing. That could, that could I'd want to, I'd, I, That'd be the first place I went and looked, and I'd get up in the attic and try to figure out what's going on there. And if, Henry, you don't want to, then uh, call Lindis. You guys will investigate that, right? Yeah. yeah. We spent the whole summer in Blaine, it seemed like. We did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, Henry, if you need to, 1-800-LEAF-CARD. Call, call Lindis Construction. They'll come out and check out what uh, what you need. And usually when somebody calls Lindis with, let's say they want a, a home remodel, a garage, build, whatever the case may be, that it's always a free yeah, they have initial one of the, uh, Yeah, have one of our estimators come out. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll gladly take a look at it. All the ideas we come up with are, are free. You're going to get a, a pretty comprehensive report on what we can do to fix your house. A lot of times we're going to be doing some 3D imaging, some infrared imaging. Um, we're going to shoot some video. There's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be able to leave with you on your home and educate you on your home and hopefully come up with some ideas to make it uh, as comfortable as it possibly can be. And we probably have answered this a couple of different times, but uh, another texter said they, they got an indoor humidity gauge after last week's show and could you please have Andy state what the indoor humidity should be again? Well, let's say, well, let's take, just take the temperature now. It's eight below. It's eight below. And on the chart that we are posting to our Facebook page today, you will see that you want it under 25% when it is this cold. Um, and I would, I would err closer to 20% if you could. Okay. Now somebody, somebody has, uh, They've got to figure out where the mice are getting into the walls and attic. Not fun. Not an infestation, they say, but no, they hear is. them nightly. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're not squirrels, they say. I've had those too. Uh-huh. Um, it's funny. There's You never just have one mouse. No. If you hear them, if you see them, you more than likely have a problem. 
that you're going to want to address. I've been in some attics. I mean, it's just um, a, a mouse maze and tunnels and and all of the the fun droppings and, yeah. and stuff they leave behind, where it actually can burn your eyes and you know it, uh, the ammonia. Or not healthy. Is not healthy. You're going to want to pest that. control, right? Call Absolutely. a pest control. Yeah, person. call a pest control person. Get them out there. Have them address it and go from there. Is there a different? You and I talked about this, I think, several years ago, because we talked about what what some some mice prefer in the attic: uh, fiberglass insulation or uh, what? I mean, there you is know, a difference, though, right? There, there is a difference. I'm not sure which. I can't remember uh, which I, I is think which. The cellulose. They, I think the cellulose they like. Yeah, or I can't. Remember. I think the cellulose is treated with a chemical that they don't like, but I'm not sure. And nothing likes fiberglass. But they, they they get through anything. I've seen them chew through. I showed you that picture on uh, yeah. my mom and dad's place. I mean, it was metal they, they chewed through. Absolute, put a hole into the attic through metal. That's uh, not amazing. Fun. So call a pest control expert. All right, let's go back to the phones. Jerry and Matamirai's uh, calling. Jerry, you're on uh, CCO with Andy. Hi, guys. Morning. Um, I'm Good morning. I'm dealing with the the frozen windows and such, too. I think I have that figured out, but I realize that my patio door, I got a patio door and I got one window that's not going to, the only way to solve it is to get it changed out. Do you guys do patio doors, custom size? Uh-huh. I know you do windows. Yep. So, and and with that in, in mind, is it, um, is it, a, is it a, just a factory-made unit that fits? that opening so the exterior brick mold when when we're done and we walk away it, it looks the same other than maybe we got to change it, the case casing on the inside uh yeah there's a lot of different brick molds that we can match and there's a one of uh, i don't know four manufacturers that we work with depending on the what, what's going in there and we can go over that when we look at the house but Typically, when we order doors and windows, they're ordered for a specific opening in that house. Um, oh, perfect. So yeah, that perfect. Uh, they're all custom-made, custom sizes. We don't do any of the factory size stuff. Okay. Then uh, I think my next move is to call you guys and get you out here. Yeah, you should. Right now, uh, free labor on, on windows and doors, too. So ah, it's good a, timing. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great time of year to get it. and. I uh, I was getting some awesome pictures of uh, my window guys in action yesterday in a on a big restaurant that they're working on. So it uh, oh. it uh, is turning out great, and you're gonna love okay. my window guys. They they do a good job. Uh, they do. Jerry one eight one eight one eight hundred Leaf Guard is the. I'm on it. Thank you. Good deal. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. There's a line open. Now that Jerry is uh, done with uh, his question, uh, let's see. Um, I have an older, I have old, here's the text, older double-hung windows that are frosting on the glass. Would something like rope caulk be a good method to help seal air leaks versus uh, the total clear film approach? You'd say get new windows. Rope caulk. Um, I wonder if they're talking about like backer rod, you know, that foam, you know, it's like a foam tube that comes... You know, it comes in a roll. And, right. And I think that's what the... Uh, but yeah. The, the, there, is, there is that... Um, that kind of a clay type yeah. of rope yep. as well. The stuff know, if, in the if, if it truly is uh, a bad seal around the windows, I'd probably put the plastic film over them or look at replacing the windows themselves. Um, if you're getting air infiltration issues, that that you're going to want to address that. And and even what's I told, the amount of money that you're losing 
And I was at one house last year that the, I forget what the rating was from, from the blower door, but it would, would have been the equivalent of almost having one of the windows open in the oh, house. you're kidding. So that's, that's, a, that's a lot of air that leaving, and it's a lot of money that you're spending on, on your heat that you probably don't have say. to. I would, I would really look at addressing, even if it's just one window at a time, and, 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 and a lot of these manufacturers out there now, and a lot of different home improvement companies, not just mine, you, know, you don't have to, if you want to call us to get a free estimate and, and talk about some of the options that we have and all the different financing programs that we have, great. If not, there's, there's lots of other contractors in the Twin Cities that do good work too. Contact one of them or take the time to start meeting with them and, and know your options so you can really start to, to make your house uh, a much more comfortable place and an easier place to live. You know, dealing with all that plastic film and having yeah, to do stuff for each one of the seasons, it's a... You know, nowadays too, it's everybody's looking for maintenance, re maintenance, re maintenance, re. That doesn't sound very maintenance free here. Plus, like you just said, you don't have to do a whole bunch of windows. You can do one at a time. Yeah, almost every window job we do isn't all of the windows and doors in the yeah. house. It's a it's a few of them. That's why our our window department has more job twos, job threes, job fours sure. that we go back to. And, and a lot of times when we sit down with customers, we'll we'll say they have thirty five windows in the house. We'll we'll make a plan. We're going to do these these ones this mm-hmm. year. These ones it'll be the next project that we do, and yeah. and then we make it really easy. And all they have to do is call up and like, hey, we're ready for those windows. I'm like, all right. When when we come out to measure the five, we'll measure them all. We'll keep them all on file. We don't even yeah. have to go back out and look at it. We just get it on the schedule and and go from there. More efficient that way, certainly. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Go back to the phones, Andy. Margaret is calling from uh, Oakdale. Margaret, good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you? I have a question about uh, when should we be concerned about the depth of snow on our roof, especially if we're doing all this insulation in the attic and the heat doesn't rise. So mm-hmm. when should we have this removed, and how you know how far should this depth be of the snow? Hmm. Are you having like ice dam problems, Margaret? Or what, no, what? I'm not. But remember, a few years ago we had all that snow, and like out east. They've had all that snow. So I'm just wondering, is it something that should be the snow depth, should that should be removed, or should we just leave it go and go from there? If you're not having ice dam issues, I wouldn't touch the snow. I've never raked my my roof, no okay. matter no matter on the snow that's coming down, I have a rather steep pitch roof, but in some of the valleys it can it can build up, especially on the on the north face side. Right. But the, the, the homes built around here are built for strong enough snow loads. I personally have never been on a job where we're where we're looking at um things that are broken in the attic because of the amount of snow or weight that was on there because of that. I've seen broken trusses and, and things of that nature, but usually from other things that aren't related to not, snow. not the stress from the snow. No. Okay. So, no. If you're not even having that a nice wet heavy snow. Even that wet heavy snow. Yep. So okay. Margaret, don't worry about it. No, well thank you very much. <laughs> now very if good. you have a home that's susceptible to ice dams that's why the, the you know they t- take that 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 bottom three feet off. You're you're trying to make it so the water has a place to get to and doesn't doesn't get dammed there or stopped there by the snow that's at the overhang and builds back up onto the roof. That's why and when you go up there with the snow rake, you're taking off that bottom three feet. It really has nothing to do with the weight of the snow. snow. And like you said, unless Margaret has different issues around the house, yeah, ice dams, whatever leakage, don't worry about. It. Don't worry about it. All right. On that note, we'll take a quick break. We have more show to come. If you have a home improvement question for Andy, 
651-989-9226. Or send a text. We'll get back to the text screen, too, in a minute here on 830-WCCO. And by the way, the text number 81807. It's 8 degrees below zero. We're going to near 4 above for a daytime high. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Home Improvement Show, presented every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. I knew if we just mentioned the word frost, we would have a very busy hour. <laughs> we haven't had this many texts in a, in a long time. Coming it's through. almost like in, uh, in, in the warmer times when we mentioned deck. Yeah, we mentioned deck. And, yeah, <laughs> it's what a lot people of deck questions, yeah. yeah. Byron is calling from Center City. Byron, you're on CCO with Andy. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Morning. Um, so we have this old old house that we remodeled, you know, and, and yeah, we need new siding and stuff too, but um, we're having frost issues along the floorboards inside the house, and it's, you know, it's it's a new foundation, and we do have some ventilation issues upstairs in the attic probably because it's balloon-type construction. I guess the question is, is if you take the siding off the house, can you re-insulate behind there and, and do some improvements on the ventilation system Absolutely. on an old house like that? Yeah, there, there's definitely something going on there, um, whether that it comes from sealing the, the rim and, and the top plate would be probably what needs to be done, and definitely adding some insulation when we do the siding, it, it can make a big difference. Uh, and almost every job, siding job that we do, we're adding you know, an R5 or so insulation, not not to mention the amount of air sealing that we're actually doing and and doing uh, foundation work too as well. So you said you said it's a new foundation? Yep, new basement. And and then they sprayed the rim okay. around the top of the blocks. But it's it's old, old construction. It's just a square beam for a you know, the start out on top of the blocks. Yeah. Do you know what type of insulation is in the walls itself? I think it's that old. I think it's that old fluffy stuff. Yeah, like maybe rock wool or. Yep, rock wool. I would call it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, we can address that too once the siding's off on, on the outside. But yeah, is it you have a lot of frost on your like your like your baseboard trim or your that that is that where you're seeing it where the floor meets the wall? Yeah, on, on certain walls, like on the north wall. And, and like it's leaking behind somewhere, like it's coming in somewhere and getting in between. Yeah, have you ever done a like a home energy test or had anybody come out and and do like a blower door test on your nope. home? Nope, we like that. Yeah, I, w- I would look into that, and that's really going to tell you where the air is coming from and what's going on, and and uh, the infrared imaging with or without the blower door test, you got frost in your floorboards, you're going to see some things you're not going to like to see, but it usually gives you the, the right roadmap to fixing your house the proper way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you got if you have the siding off and stuff, there are ways to improve At, the ventilation yeah, yeah. going up into the attic. Well, you shouldn't have any ventilation going up into the attic. Chances okay. are, and, and then if, you, if, if they sprayed the rim, so that's, that's taken care of at one spot, but you're still getting some stack effect going on in there somewhere would be my guess. So you're going to want to address the attic and, 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 and do the air infiltration work on the exterior of the home as well. Okay. We'd like to have you come out sometime, Andy, that's something we'll make an appointment with and yep, you can check absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I have, I have lots of great guys that can come out and, and do all the proper diagnostic work and, 
and and take a look at that. Just uh, LinuxInstruction.com is the easiest way to get it. Siding is still uh, probably the longest lead time that we have uh, of any any product, but uh, that's because uh, ciders are very rare and good ones are yeah. even rarer, and it takes time and uh, to to grow that side. And with the hailstorm that came through last year, those boys have uh, lots of work for 2018. All right, but call Byron. Uh, call one eight hundred LeafGuard. Absolutely. And uh, and ask to have the guys come out. All right, very good. Thank you for the call. Let's see who's next. CJ is calling from Bloomington. CJ, you're on CCO. Hi, it's JC. Oh, okay. Well, it's uh, some. <laughs> good morning. Uh, <laughs> we flipped it around. My girlfriend lives in a townhouse complex right across the street from Mercy Hospital in Coon Rapids. The complex is about 22 years old. She bought new. And uh, her. Uh, Front entry door faces south, and every single year we're having to fill all the cracks around the the door where the the cold air is coming in. And I think it's about time to put on a new door, but I think you got to replace the the frame around the door as well. Am I correct? Yeah, I would. And um, you guys could do that, and and it would cut down on this drafty front door. Oh, for, for sure. Okay. Uh, when when uh, yeah. Um. When we install a new door, it shouldn't have any drafts. For, that's uh, that's step one in installing it properly. But the, the, what people don't get to about their doors, and we talked about this last week, is that they're adjustable. And as things expand and contract and as your home changes throughout the year, you might have to adjust some things on the door and make sure that you're locking the door. Like our, our doors that, that we install have, I think, five-point locking on, on a lot of them. Oh, wow. So you, you lift the handle up, and it closes the door. You lock it even more, and you, tightens you lock it, up it, it tightens of, it up, right? and it really does make a difference. In fact, if you were to run a blower door test and you have your front door locked and you say you've got a service door that you got the blower door uh, on, and, and the way that blower door works is the fan will try to keep – the pressure the same. So if you open up something, the fan has to work even harder. So if you unlock the door and release the locking mechanism where it's still, the door is shut, but it's not, none of the five points are in place or the, or the bolt isn't in place. That fan has to work even harder because now it's sucking air out of that door. There's air coming in there. You can feel a breeze in there. It can be that big of a difference. Wow. All right. 1-800-LEAF-GUARD. All right. Let's see who's left. Do we have time? Yes, we do. Uh, Howard is calling from Plymouth, I believe. Howard, you're on CCO. Thank you. Thank you for taking a call. Mm-hmm. My daughter lives in Upper Michigan, and uh, condensation in the house is extremely bad. I mean, the walls were literally get damp and uh, uh, moisture on the windows and everything. Uh, she had to get a dehumidifier, which is rather large, to take the moisture out of the house. But to me, there's got to be some kind of a ventilation problem, but I don't know what it would be. Well, has anybody looked at the ventilation in the attics at all or anywhere anywhere else? And is there... Well, the, the a, problem is they get, you know, like three, four feet of snow, and they just shoveled it all off, but they got to do that a few times a year. So they, the roof vents, you know, literally get buried. Yeah, but a lot of them can vent through the snow. Um, so I, I, that's not that big of a worry, worry for me. But, I want to know why the, the, the where the condensation is is actually coming from. I mean, condensation on the walls without running a dehumidifier, unless you've got humidity getting pumped into the house somewhere, that's pretty rare. Uh, so what would you, what should we be looking for? Do they have an April air system? No. It's a newer house, but up there they, their code never requires 
you know, any bannies or anything. Um, I would, I would get a professional involved. I mean, if it's a newer home and you're still having this stuff, it's uh, definitely a ventilation issue. It can be that the, there's just no the way for the the moisture to escape. It can be a it was built wrong issue. It can be a a lot of different things. I'd wanna I'd wanna get a professional involved. I w- I thought he was describing an an older home, but it's, it, this home is too tight somewhere. Yeah, and it's not allowing any of the vapor to escape or uh, something's going goofy. So find a good uh, recommendation for somebody in Upper Michigan there to check it out. Yeah. All right. Good luck to her, Howard. Thank you. Just had a new roof installed. Texture says installers neglected to reconnect an 8-inch furnace exhaust pipe in the attic. The attic became a rainforest during a recent thaw. Insulation is damp. Sheathing is wet as well. Any suggestions to rectify that problem? Well, wow. The unfortunate part is usually when insulation gets wet, it's going to be wrecked. You know, the way a lot of this insulation works, it's the the dead air space that it creates to get it at the proper R value. Even when it's dried out, it can probably still be an insulator, but it's not going to have the same R value. So you might have to remove that. The sheathing and stuff like that, a lot of times you can get that dried out and get it treated. Obviously, getting the, the, the furnace pipe uh, reconnected is a, a step one. That can be a dangerous thing, too. If uh, you know if it's not exhausted properly, and you're you're pumping all that that carbon uh, monoxide into your home instead of other places, uh, yeah, it can be a big issue. But yeah, unfortunately, the the any type of sheetrock gets wet; it's usually wrecked. Insulation That's gets right. wet; it can be wrecked. Sheathing, uh, we can we can work with that sometimes. Tell us uh, before we leave, and we just have a minute or so to go. Uh, what are the specials that Lindis are uh, can be offering to you now? Free labor on the installation of windows or doors, and uh, you can check us out at lindusinstruction.com. On our Facebook page is that guide to show people that what temperature it is outside and where your house humidity should be. I would live by that. It'll make your house a much more comfortable, and uh, it'll make some of those materials that are getting wet and damp in this frost frosty area yeah. that we have right now uh, last a little bit longer. And uh, we're in the, coming into the season for a lot of home uh, home shows. We are. Here in the Twin Cities. You guys will be there. Uh, we're going to be at every single every one single of them. Every single one of them. All right. Uh, outstanding. And again, if you want to get in touch with Linda's Construction, have them come out to, to uh, check out your place. Uh, that number, easiest to remember, is 1-800-LEAFGUARD or lindasconstruction.com. Stay tuned next for a news break on CCO and then real estate. Stay with us. Right now in the Twin Cities, it's 8 below zero. We hope to get up to maybe 4 above.